the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and for the next couple hours, we're going to talk about cars, and you're always welcome to join us. There's no specific time that's not good. Right now is fine. You, we got five lines, and you're welcome to join us. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I'm really good with um, disagreements between me and my brother, me and my wife, me and my dad, me and my mother, all that kind of stuff. I'm I'm really good at that, as long as you represent <laughs> both sides appropriately. And there's a key word there, appropriately. So, and any kind of questions about you've been told about your car, maybe your newer model car and you're a little confused about, then uh, I'm your guy. 602-508-0960. As most of you know, I have a list of the best car repair shops in the Valley, and that's on my website, MarkSalem.com. I don't take that responsibility lightly. Let me explain. I have a promise to you that if you have a problem with one of my shops and an independent arbitrator decides that the shop should either make another repair or give you money back and the shop doesn't, two things happen. Number one, I kick them off the list. And number two, I'll do it. Up to $5,000, which is going to cover a lot of transmissions and stuff like that. So if you have a problem then if the shop won't do it, then my promise to you is that I will. One time since 1988 have we come close, and then the shop decided to see it my way. One time. It's never happened. So Blackwell Automotive up on Greenway and 40th Street is just like that. I've known Palm for a lot of, a lot of years, like I know all the shop owners. If you have a hot rod you're thinking about restoring, or if you've got a particular car that you're having a tough time with, or you've got a problem that no one can seem to identify or fix, then Blackwell Automotive, 40th Street, and Greenway would be the guy that you'd go talk to and see what it is that he has to offer. But he has the tenacity of a police dog. He has the brains of Einstein, and um, he has the, uh, the amount of hair as a cue ball. And I think that pretty much draws the picture I'm interested in drawing for you. When it comes to car repair, the hard problem, hard part is, is that you don't know who to believe. So I have an answer, an easy answer for you. Believe your owner's manual. That's all. The owner's manual dictates the improper maintenance for your car. To deviate from your owner's manual is not necessarily a good idea unless there's a problem. For instance... Your coolant may not be cycled or replaced, flushed and replaced. Let's pretend 100,000 miles. At 70, you end up with a water pump that's leaking. So now's the time to do that coolant flush for this reason. We're already there. 
So all we have to do is we take the water pump off, we put a new one on, we flush out the cooling system, drain the water, 50-50 mix, we put it in. Well, it's all part of the oil change, or actually the water pump change. So other than the coolant cost, and sometimes that's already in the water pump uh, bid, there really is no difference. Just go ahead and rinse out the inside of the motor, which is really what a flush is all about. Drain the water, put a 50-50 mix of coolant in it, you're done. So that's kind of how the owner's manual works. There's a lot of places throughout the United States, and certainly in Arizona as well, that have the 995 oil change. And and you know, and I know, and everybody in the world knows that that is an opportunity for us to sell you something. So the 995 doesn't even pay for the oil. 995 barely pays for the filter. Then you've got labor and you've got all this other so the idea is is when you come in hopefully we'll be able to sell you a injector flush an engine flush a tailpipe flush and i'm using a lot of flush words because that's the one that drives me the craziest we're going to flush your air conditioning system we're going to flush your air filter we're going to do all this flushing but really it's all about flushing your wallet it has everything to do with selling you something and that apparently in a and I hope we hope it appears that we're looking out for your best interest and we're going to do something that's going to save you money in the long run. So that may happen sometimes, but I think you can draw the distinction between a sales process and, hey, you got steel hanging out of your right rear tire. You need to replace at least that tire. And so I just want to bring it to your attention. Come over here and I'll show you. That's quite different than somebody who says we need to flush your injectors and you'll love us and your car will love you and it'll never break down. Okay, there's a difference there. Most of the people in our industry are good people. Recently, we've had some big um, investment firms come in and buy a variety of chain stores in town. So there's two or three, if I mentioned their names, that you would recognize that are going to be under new ownership. The whole purpose of buying a slew of auto repair shops is to drive the volume up, drive the profits up, and then turn around and sell them. So I don't think it takes a genius to figure out that those kinds of facilities that are now asked to increase sales by 20%, 30%, 50%, that you're not going to be a victim of someone attempting to sell you something that you probably don't need. But again, your defense, your self-defense for car expense is the owner's manual. You can also say to them, you know what, let me go out to the car and get the owner's manual, and can you show me where it says that I need new spark plugs and I need you to flush my fuel injectors at 50,000 miles? Because it isn't in there at 50,000 miles. And they'll come up with an excuse why they won't walk out to your car and show you. It's the same way with fluids. Keep in mind that in years past, and I started in 1968, and I was a kid at a gas station. Back then, we did all the fluids at like 15. And then after we get into the 80s, we were 30,000 miles. So all the liquids in your car at 30. And then we morphed a little north of that. But today, virtually everything is 100. So brake fluid, transmission fluid, coolant, um, differential, trans, a transfer case, front differential, all those fluids, almost all are north of 100 in 95% of the cars out there. 
So just keep that in mind when it comes to fluids. And in fluids, I would suggest that you kind of use common sense. I want you to change the fluid in my differentials, but I'll bring it in, and the fluid's already warm. So I drove down the freeway 10 miles. I turned around and came back 10 miles. And so can I have my appointment at 10, and you be ready for me at 10? So you've warmed up the fluid. That's going to be a better drain than trying to drain molasses that is set there overnight. Small stuff, but just beneficial. You can decide for yourself what you want to do. The call is 602-508-0960, and we have a caller. We're going to do what we're supposed to do, and that's take the caller. Who's that, Gil? That would be Jack. Jack, good morning. How can I help you? Uh, good morning, Mark. Uh, hey, I got a question. I'm, I'm looking to buy a used car, and I'm seeing these cars that are all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive versus just front-wheel drive. And I'm wondering, in a in a fairly dry climate, why I need a four-wheel drive car? What are your thoughts on that? Okay. Um, obviously, you have conventionally the front-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive. And unless you're going to go into an environment that has snow or mud or low traction for longer than a blink of an eye or a second, or I got to go to the cabin in Flagstaff and the roads are going to be fine, but I'm going to have to drive in my driveway 35 feet and it's likely to have eight inches of snow on it. Uh, If I were that person, I wouldn't get anything different. Low traction is what this is all about. So an all-wheel drive is a very expensive add-on. All-wheel drive, you blow one tire, you replace all four because we need the tire to have the same circumference on all corners of the all-wheel drive. Yeah, that was my other question. I've I've heard that same thing, too, and it just seems crazy that you'd have to replace all four, but but that's that's the way it really is. Yeah, yeah. My wife was turning it, making a U-turn in a in a gas station, and and she's driving a Tahoe, and it's got twenty inch tires on it, and she hits the curb, which means she pinches the tire between the curb and the wheel. It promptly yeah. cuts the tire, and I'm looking at the tire, and that tire's thirty percent worn, and the rest of them are virtually new. So I've got it. I've got the. I can. I'm not going to. I mean, I could put a new one on there, and I think that's what we did because the tires were a week old, a month old. But if the tire was at 50%, how am I going to buy another 50% tire? Right. And I I need all of them. And then think about inflation. Not inflation with respect to cost, but inflation of the tire. You have to keep track of the inflation. So if one's 35, they all better be 35 because that's going to change the diameter and the circumference of the tire. So... You know, Colorado spends a lot of money on all-wheel drives for obvious reasons. The low-traction places that have a lot of rain. It seems like that there's a particular segment of of society that likes all-wheel drive, and perhaps maybe they think it's a status symbol. I don't, but I know people who do. So I think it's more a matter of what kind of car do you want and what how are you going to drive the car. If you're not going to go on a dirt road five miles to your cabin up on the rim then I'm suggesting a front-wheel drive or a two-wheel drive car would be the appropriate thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I, you see a lot of a lot of high-end cars like the Audis or <clears throat> even Hondas or Toyotas have this all-wheel drive, but people have to drive those in the city on paved roads probably 99% of the time. Yeah. But, but they buy them, and these companies sell them, so I, I, I'm missing something there, why they're so important to have. Well, it's, it's you know, oh, gosh darn it, Jack. 
this is a high-performance car. We need power to all four wheels. When you go into a turn and you're chasing a bank robber who just snatched a young five-year-old son and, and you're chasing him and you go around, you don't want the butt end to slide out from underneath you. You want all four of those tires looking like the paws of a panther. And, and okay. so this is the kind of car that you want. How did I do? You did great. Did I sell you? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm going to chase bank robbers the rest of the week. <laughs> no, my wife's Tahoe was an all-wheel drive, um, and it didn't yeah. have the ability for us to disconnect the front axle because that's two-wheel, four-wheel. So if we can have yeah. the option of two-wheel and four-wheel. Her Tahoe, but we also were in low-traction conditions. Sometimes we drove it out on a dirt road and we were hauling horses or whatever. So there was a reason for that. But in reality, she liked the white one. And she liked the interior, and it just happened to yeah. have an all-wheel drive. So you're smart enough to know that I'm not going to argue with that. Neither sure. are you. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The wife gets what she wants. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I noticed that the, the all-wheel drives, though, have a little bit less mileage than uh, than the two-wheel or the front-wheel drives. But that must be okay because you're chasing bank robbers. You don't care about mileage anyway. You're, you're exactly right. I'll give you the analogy. Um, your wife is slim and trim, yours, and uh, so she rides the bicycle and everything's fine. But if she puts her big husky uh, husband on the bike with her, it's a little <laughs> extra work. and a little. Bit. So if you're turning four tires and two differentials and a transfer case, you're going to lose a little bit of, of get up and go, but you're going to lose a little fuel economy because the load's bigger and deeper. So that's the reason why. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, thank you. All righty. Thank you, Jack. 602-508-0960. Lines are wide open. We have five. 602-508-0960. And ladies, if you want to, you can call and give your husband's name and give me your male husky voice and pretend you're like your husband, and then I'll settle that argument for you. We'll be right back. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Hey, my name is Steve Woods, and I am hosting a show on 960 The Patriot called The Beacon. It's sponsored by Phoenix Christian, and it's a show where we look at how God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Listen in on Sunday mornings from 9 a.m. to 10 o'clock on 960 The Patriot to The Beacon and be encouraged, hear cool stories from amazing people of things that only God can do for His glory, for the sake of His kingdom, and for the encouragement of those who listen. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. 
We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman! You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. A place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. 960 The Patriot. Well, when it comes to car repair shops, let me tell you about Larry Harker's Auto at 38th Avenue and Indian School. He's been around since um, since J.C. visited the earth. <laughs> They've been around. They're really good and smart. Bob and Jeremy are the greatest technicians. They really know what they're doing. And one of the things they offer to you is is when you're being told that you need to flush this, flush that, um, you need to change your windshield wiper fluid, you need to do all this fancy stuff, the question you ask is, what symptom do I have now that you're going to fix? So you want to flush my injectors, but tell me, what do I have now that's going to go away when you flush my injectors? And the answer to that is impossible to answer. All you can do is look like a deer in the headlight and come up with some stupid answer. Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. I'm proud to recommend them. Brad, good morning. You're first. What can I do for you? Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Good. Hey, I have, uh, in regards to your previous car, uh, caller just a second ago, I got an idea we could make uh, lots of money with. Okay. And it uh, would be to develop a, a uh, tire truing machine. You throw that tire, you, you measure the tire, the one that's below us, then you can throw it on this machine and true up those tires to the other one. There you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think... In the seventies, we had done that in a heartbeat. Um, yeah. I, but but so I'm going to take a set of Michelins and I'm going to or Toyos or Bridgestones or whatever. I'm not going to grind off fifteen percent of those because I've just voided the warranty. And if the tire yeah. fails and somebody dies, then I'm going to be the last one to touch it. And I did something that's completely outside of industry standards. But nevertheless, send me an email, and you and I will do that as a business, okay? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Brad. Enough. Thank you very much. You just, you, yeah. yeah I it, thought, uh, and, uh, speaking of tires, I know that you started in the industry young. I uh, the memory just came up. I worked for Yellow Front back in the day, 
Um, that's, you know, a store back here uh, in Phoenix. I don't know yeah. if you remember those. I do. But we sold tires at one point from China, which was a new thing for us, and they actually had wood shavings in the tire. <laughs> it, it, you're, you're right. I've heard that story. I've never personally seen that. But long ago, we had lots of products from China, and it wasn't a big deal. Obviously, in yours right. and my lifetime, it has. But anyway, thank you, Brad. Thank you for calling. John, you're up next. How can I help you? Mark, I have a 04 Chevrolet Silverado. It's got 190,000 miles on it. And I'm using a gallon and a half of water a week or in five days. And I have no clue where it's going. Um, this is really easy. Let me ask you a couple questions. When you drive it for a while and then you park it and you start it up, is there any possibility that it's missing? And then all of a sudden, after the count of five, it mysteriously clears up and idles good and runs good? Yes. Okay. Um, whenever we have a cooling system, we want it to be airtight. And the cooling system is typically wrapped around the cylinder, head gasket, the head, the block, all that stuff. So if we have a coolant leak within the engine and it goes into the cylinder, that cylinder has water in it. So it's not going to hit until we get the water out. So I've given you a specific set of symptoms and you said yes. I know you're telling me the truth because if you were if if it wasn't true you go I don't even know what you're talking about. So here's the deal. We would pressurize the cooling system on my industry should pressurize the cooling system when it's warm. And then we're going to let it sit for a couple hours, and then we're going to pull all the spark plugs out of it. We're going to crank it over, and one of those spark plug holes is going to be puking some water. Then we have to go figure out if the head's broken or if the head gasket's compromised or something like that. Most likely, we have a head gasket problem. And in that case, at 190,000 miles, I probably just pull the head off and get the, the, the head gasket fixed. But I do have something to offer you. There is a chemical that has a process that's very specific. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is because people call back and say, it didn't work. Well, that's because you didn't follow the directions. Us guys don't follow directions. You have to follow the directions exactly like they're written. So it's like $125, $150. It's a complete treatment. And with the exception of one vehicle, this has been 100 successful, 99% successful for us. Now, if it doesn't work, we'll give you all your money back. So if we end up with, we're going to have some antifreeze, the treatment, and then the, the stop leak, um, we'll give you all your money back. So we're, we're that convinced that it's a good thing. What part of town do you live in? Uh, Moon Valley, North okay. Phoenix. Okay. Um, if you were to go to Kurtz, I could probably share that information with him. Here's why I'm stingy. It's because all my life I've looked for a sealer an engine stop leak, a cooling system stop leak that works. And I'm not willing to give up 25, 30 years of hunting for nothing. So I'll tell Kurtz. So um, if you want to try Now, he may not want to do it because he says, you know, I'm not, I don't have the experience Salem has. We're down on Warner and I-10. So, but that's something you can wait for, but you might as well bring a book because you're going to be there two or three hours. One thing I wanted to ask you, I did a compression check on that motor, and they all ran at 120 and one ran at 125. Would would that cause a compression to go down, having a, a leak like that? Not necessarily, because when you go compression, the piston's coming up, and we're, we're pushing on the air. I mean, we're contracting, uh, we're squeezing the air. 
if we have a compromisation of the head gasket, typically it's only going to be bad when it's hot, when the engine's hot. If we can, we're going to put a little bit of compression of compressed air into the cooling system, and when you cranked it over and did your compression test, you should have had the radiator cap off, and then all of a sudden, if you see bubbles coming out of the radiator neck, then you go, oh, okay. So this isn't a tough diagnostic one. Like I said, pressure test it, get it hot, pull the spark plugs, crank it over, and one of them cylinders is going to puke water. So is this water going right out the muffler then? Yes, it's going right out the tailpipe. And uh, when I pulled the plugs on it, I had one plug that the whole, you know, where you gap it, uh-huh. was completely closed. Would the water do that to a plug? Ooh. No. I mean, the plug was, it was missing so bad, and I took all the plugs out. One plug, the the gap was already, it was completely closed, and they weren't even that old a plug. Okay, I, I no, I, I have never seen those two together. I'm thinking out loud here. I wonder if we broke a big piece of carbon off, and the big piece of carbon was in the center of the piston, and all of a sudden the piston came up to top dead center, and that big piece of carbon collapsed that spark. But it's not the miss you have because the miss you have goes away after you run it for a minute or two. So this gap spark plug should not have been part of that, and if it is, then I'm going to withdraw my whole diagnosis about a head gasket no, no. blown. No, I changed the plug, and it... it It'll miss at low speed, but boy, when you get it on the freeway, that thing is a it hauls ass. There's no okay. there's no problem. But I want it to but go so, away. I want to be specific. You start it up cool in the morning, and yeah. when you start it up, it's missing. And if you sit there and got run 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 rev it up, within the first minute or two, it idles smooth for the rest of the day. And that's because we we got to get the water out of that cylinder because when you shut the engine off, the water the coolant system still has fifteen sixteen pounds of pressure. So it's going to puke water into the cylinder, and it's going to yeah. stay there until you start it. So I want to set the spark plug stuff apart, but you still need a pressure test to determine where the water leak's going, because obviously this started out with a gallon and a half of coolant that you're missing on your uh, 04 Silverado. Anyway, if you do I, one head, do you have to do both of them? No, you don't have to. Okay. It just depends on what the first head looks like, because it's okay. going to be representative of the second head. Thank you very much, John. Jason, please stay there. I'll get you on the other side of the break. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents 
half off tuition. Now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private Christian school for half off. We've partnered with some of the top Christian schools in the Valley to offer a limited number of half off tuition vouchers. Imagine smaller class sizes, better grades, an inspiring Christian environment where the achievements are positively outstanding. For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. America's wounded warriors are coming home. After serving on foreign shores, these brave men and women are returning to their families and communities. Many have wounds you can see, and many have wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Now that these warriors are back home, they are ready to enter the civilian workforce. To help, Wounded Warrior Project has developed the Warriors to Work program, a career counseling service that helps warriors translate their military experience to the civilian workplace. These extraordinary men and women bring proven world-class job skills and a unique perspective on teamwork to the job. And to ensure the right warrior finds the right job, Wounded Warrior Project works with employers to find just the right match. When you hire a wounded warrior, you hire an intelligent, talented, and committed new employee. Contact Wounded Warrior Project at findwwp.org. Welcome home the brave. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? <laughs> It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? GreenerGadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. Okie dokie, 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. It's July 18th of 2020, and I'm supposed to put that in there every once in a while. And uh, the, the, we've got two lines available, but Jason, Walt, and David are first, so we're going to go do Jason because I should have got him the last break. Jason, you're first. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you very much for asking. All right. I love your show, by the way, and it's the first you. time I've been able to actually call you with an issue my son and I are having on his car. Okay. It's an 05 Subaru WRX STI, and it's 145,000 miles. He's got a Cobb tuner and everything, and we're showing a dead cylinder on number one. Okay. Now, we did the typical switch the coil packs, and it still showed that cylinder. So I pulled the spark plug out. Spark plug was wet with fuel. Um, did a spark test on it, and it's not throwing any spark to that cylinder. 
So I did the eight dollar uh, plug and see if you're getting any spark. Um, I'm kind of at a loss of where I need to go from here. Well, um, th- this is a difficult one because I'm going to look at this problem through your eyes. And here, let me think out loud. We got whenever you have a dead miss, we got spark fuel compression. So right. it's not fuel because you said the plug's wet. Yeah. It's it's going to be tough for me to think it's spark because you swap coil packs. The only thing maybe you haven't swapped is the spark plug. And okay, so maybe did not sw- try that. I did a quick compression test on it, and the car's still firing over and running on three cylinders. So when I did that compression test, I got 90 PSI. So, um, and then I did kind of a leak down test. I wasn't exactly sure the exact way to do it, but it didn't just instantly leak down. Okay. Well, there's specifications for something. It. Yeah, yeah. There's. I mean, you have to have done a hundred of those before you recognize good from bad. So chances of you two coming to that conclusion are slim and none. With respect okay. to a compression test. You can't just do one cylinder. You don't have any comparison. So on your, you should have done three or four. So on, okay, and, so and then when you do a, tr- a compression test, there's two things. Number one, you got to have your foot to the floor. You got to have the ignition exactly. system you disabled. Have the throttle body, okay. throttle body open. <laughs> okay, and then you have to have the same amount of cranking. So it's like three, what we call three and run, run. It's running, run, running, run, running, run, something like that. So you're on the right track. It's just I need to just refocus you because it's spark or fuel on the miss. And what confuses right. me is the black uh, gas. And hopefully you smelled it and it is gas and it's not coolant because it'll look the same. So if okay. it's coolant, I... then there's your dead miss. But if it's gas and you smell it, then I think the next thing you should do is you've already done some of the preliminaries pretty good. Swap the spark plug. Okay. Um, is that take... That car takes specific spark plugs? Yes. I mean, specific as much as anything else. You, all the guys with the WRXs think that we have to put gold-plated spark plugs because this car will go to the moon as long as the atmosphere is right and it'll beat Corvettes <laughs> and it does all this fancy stuff. And so, yes, exactly. when you go down to the auto parts store and the three-whiskered kid's in front of you, he's going to want to sell you the spark plugs that are $50 a piece. If I were you, I'd probably look for some Bosch or some Champion that's applicable on in the spark plug book. That's what I would do. 10-4? Okay. okay. Thank you very much, Jason. And Walt, you're up next. How can I help you, Walt? Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Can you guys hear me? Okay, I'm in my car. I'm on my Bluetooth. Yes, sir. You're fine. Okay, so I have a 2012 uh, Volkswagen um, CC, uh, that's 2.0 TSI motor. And it's been one thing after another with this engine, but um, I just had my... I had the fuel injectors um, replaced, uh, spark, plug, spark plugs replaced, and my fuel pump replaced. And um, about like about a week after the fuel pump I got had replaced, I step on the gas, and I can tell like I, well, I have to put the pedal almost halfway down before it actually will, will, will like like kick in. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to explain. So I'm trying to figure out if it's a transmission problem or is it still a fuel problem. Well. And, uh, y- you have to drive it. I, I can't answer that without yeah. driving it, but you're you're describing a major hesitation. So yeah, like you, hit like, the th- you hit the throttle, right. and there's a big blah, and then it goes. So the question right. is, is somebody's got to go drive it, 
and tell you what the heck they think it is. Um, it's going to be easy for me to drive it and tell you, and there's a whole lot of guys out there that are better than I am. So mm-hmm. it's just really a matter of, the, and there's some testing that has to be done. Is the fuel pressure dumping or dropping? Are we losing the ignition system when we do that? Is the throttle position sensor giving the right throttle angle so that it, on a 1 through 5 scale, 1 is idling and 5 is wide open? You hit the throttle. It should be saying 3. The computer then adds fuel for 3, adds timing for 3. But guess what? The computer sees 1. So okay. you give it the gas, and the computer doesn't know that you gave it the gas. And oh, so gotcha. there's all these dynamics that have to be looked at. What Do you have a oh. garage you like? I'm sorry? Do you have a garage that you like? I really don't, man. I actually listen to y'all like almost every... I listen to the Patriot a lot, and I listen to y'all because y'all um, very knowledgeable what you guys are talking about. So, um, well, I'm good at guessing. Okay, but yeah. here's the deal. I'm only as good as the... It's kind of a computer. If junk in is junk out, and right. if it's good, and, and so that's why it's a give and take, and you've done a good job with that. Is I ask questions and you answer them. But right. what part of town do you live in? And I'll suggest a repair shop that can handle your car. Um, I live uh, like uh, like 19th Avenue in Southern. Okay. Like those are the main corner streets, so like South Phoenix. Okay. Um, <sighs> I mean, I'm willing to travel. I mean. Okay. I, I don't have anybody south of the river in Phoenix, um, and okay. we're on Warner and I-10, so my last name is Salem. You shouldn't have any trouble finding us, and I know that we could answer your question, and that is, why do I have this bad hesitation? And the only thing I want you to answer is, is it always cold, is it always hot, or is it very random? That's going to help us. Okay. So and okay. if you want, then call and make an appointment, and um, it you, you can say to them, I'd like to wait for an hour or so and then see see what kind of, if you can pull a diagnosis out in that period of time. But then you need to have plan B, and that's how you're going to get home or whatever. And right, and don't right. have your wife and your girlfriend pick you up at the same time because we hate those <laughs> kinds of lobby fights, okay? Yeah, wife. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, Walt. Thank you very much. David, you stay right there because you're first. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. You know what's not healthy? Stressing about work. Or maybe you're out of work. Stop. Hit reset. You can start a new life as an IT pro in as little as four months from the comfort of your own home, even if you have zero computer experience. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. Live online classes meet just twice a week. An emergency relief grant of up to $3,500 is available to those who qualify. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. 
I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty. Something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. So, you know, I'm a dog, and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket. But it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them. But I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Well, it's 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Jason, actually David, is our next caller. i got a little business to take care of. We have four lines open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you live up near I-17 in Deer Valley and you don't have a garage, may I suggest Action Auto Repair? Northwest corner, I-17 in Deer Valley. I've known Tom since 1983. He's been in business since 1983. He's very good. He's very honest. He's very dependable. His technicians are ASE Master Certified Technicians, and he has that process down. We listen. We ask questions. We determine what path to take. We get your permission. We fix the car. Then we verify we fix the car, and we make sure that we come in at or under the estimate. That's what Action Auto is well known for. David, what can we do for you? Yeah, I have a question. Thank you for taking my call, first of all. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a, a 2008 Kia Sorento with 150,000 miles on it. What are the cons or what do you need to watch out for when you take your vehicle in to a shop to get the transmission flushed? Um, it, it, there's two different things. Has it, has it ever been dealt with in, before? Uh, I believe it hasn't, no. Okay. Um, I think what I would do is, is I would, this is the front counter conversation that I think it should be. Um, David, I don't want to flush it this time. I want to pull the pan off of it because it's going to shed metal and, and it really should have been done at a hundred thousand. And so what I want to do is I want to do the filter and I want to do the fluid and I want to look in the pan for any snap rings or any problems. Now there's a little bit out of debris I expect to see. Now I'm only going to do about a third, maybe a fourth of all the fluid in there, but I want to do that first. Now if you want to come back in 25,000 miles or 20,000, then I'll do the flush, but I know the pan's already clean and I know the filter's already new. So oh, okay. in my case, my customers, I'd like to see them at 80 and do the pan and the filter, and then maybe at at 125, let's flush it. And then we just repeat that process all over again every 100,000 miles. That's how I would handle it. Okay, yeah. Is there a shop you recommend up in Phoenix, North uh, Deer Valley, Peoria? Yeah, um, Action Auto there, Deer Valley and I-17, Northwest Corner. Um, He's a really good guy. Um, 
and he's right there in your ballpark. So um, Action Auto, I-17, and Deer Valley, the northwest corner. Tom's been around a long time. So, okay. so I would go in there and I'd ask him to do what? You, you would go in there and say, I've got 150,000 miles on my transmission. I've never had the pan off. I'm I'm thinking I want to pull the pan and do the filter first, and then maybe the question to you, Mr. Garage, is, is when do we come back and do the full flush? Because I'd like the filter and the pan to be together, and then the flush. You, you see, we just need to see what's inside before we change all the fluid. Because if you've got snap rings in there and all kinds of ground-up metal, then why am I going to flush it? Because your transmission's on its last legs. Gotcha. Okay, so, I got one more, one more question. Okay. This is about door lock noise. The actuator. Okay. The chatter. <laughs> okay. The the question is is can you change the chatter if you rough house the switch? I want you to bury that switch. I want you to use your strongest finger and I want you to hit it hard. Oh, okay. Well, I'll try that. And and here's why: 150,000 miles, and your car's an 08, so it's 12 years old. the The idea is is that the number one problem with doors and windows it, 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 and locks is always the driver's side or the driver's yeah, switch. It, it, it's it, called the master it, switch. Yeah, so, it, it actually, it started on the driver's side door, but now I'm hearing it on the passenger side rear door when I do the key deal. Okay. We just have to, that's part of the diagnostic process. We just have to figure out if it's one or all and if it's related to the master switch. That's why I want you to rough house the master switch. If you write, call me back or you write me back and you say, hey, when I rough house that, I push that switch really hard like I'm poking the eyes out of a coyote, then everything's yeah. fine. Or my wife has got her finger in my ear because I've been acting up. So everything's fine. But then if I just, huh, then I get a ratchet. Because it's not likely that you've got two door lock activators acting up at the same time. Yeah. It's more likely that we have a master switch problem. And when we do a master switch, it's going to cost you a little bit of money. Okay. Well, I think I can switch it out, but I, I would I try to do whatever I can because you know, mm -hmm. I, I can find stuff on the Internet, children's book or whatever, this and that. And I try to do it myself first. But, uh, okay. Well, here's the, here's the risk is, is if you're wrong, you're going to spend 500 bucks for a master switch or thereabouts. So I think that if you can make it different by manhandling the master switch, then I think that my diagnosis is 80 to 85% correct. Okay. Now, if right. I took it off and I looked at the back of it and I saw some terminals that were hot or mm -hmm. I saw some melted plastic on the plug into the master switch, then I would fix that first. Okay, there we go, there we go. Okay. okay. All right, good luck, David. Thank you very okay. much. You bet. Okay, let me tell you about another good shop in the Sun City area, Auto Dynamics. Been around since 1982. Chuck is the owner with his son, Derek. Chuck and Derek are good people. I've known Chuck since 1968. And he was a little rambunctious in 1968, but at the same age he was, so was I. And so he's, there's nothing bad about Chuck. It's just that when we were younger in the old gas station days, we were just a little rambunctious. Nevertheless, Autodynamics has really great staff, great mechanics, and Derek says that he doesn't pay a commission or a percentage of your repair bill because he can insure that no one sells you unnecessary parts and repairs. So if you're in the Sun City area and you're looking for a good auto repair shop, Auto Dynamics, north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. Okay, we got anybody else right now? 
Phone lines are open, 602-508-0960. We have five lines available. If you call in, Gil's going to answer the phone, give him your name and a quick idea of what we're talking about, and then he'll whisper in my ear, and I'll take your call. When it comes to, to car repair, the biggest mistake you can make, ladies, is let your husband tell the shop what to do. Now, obviously, if it's something that, you know, the upper radiator hose blew off, then, yeah, that's easy. Open the hood. It's kind of show and tell. But to have the husband tell the shop that he wants the transmission um, valve body replaced because when he went to Google, they said that if you have this code, then this will fix it. Um, Google and all the rest of those search engines are only right 5% of the time, I promise you. There's, exa- there's example after example after example that I've experienced where somebody brings in a car and they've done three or four sensors, a mass airflow, an oxygen sensor, a throttle position sensor, a fuel pressure regulator, and it still hasn't fixed their car. So this is what my response is. At least now we know what it isn't. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all we got. So it's a huge waste of money because the diagnostic process, the 85 to $150 you're going to pay to have it diagnosed appropriately and 100% sure is a whole lot less than all the parts I just mentioned. You'll spend, you'll spend more for a mass airflow sensor than I'm going to charge you to diagnose it, me, my industry. So who we got? We have Dave. Dave, good morning. What is it I can do for you? Morning, um, Mark. This is your buddy from the west side. Okay. Um, that you always give a bad time. Dave <laughs> M-E-L. Yes, you got okay. it. I know you. I know you. So um, what did I do I'm, wrong? I'm still... <laughs> hey, you're right on the, right on the button. Okay. Um, I'm still driving my 97 Olds 88. Okay. With less than 130,000 miles on it. Okay. And when I want to have the air conditioner blowing, I turn on the control knob on the dashboard and then uh, set the speed of the... the uh, Blower. The, the fan. Okay. Um. <clears throat> This is really bad at this time of the year. Occasionally, it just stops blowing. Okay. And then when I shut it off and let it sit maybe overnight, I can start it up and it'll it'll work. Okay. Do you know where the fan blow? Do you know where the blower motor is located? Is it underneath the hood, in front of the passenger, or is it near the feet of the passenger? You know, I don't know. Okay. It's going to be one of those two places. You're going to take a hammer, and the next time it doesn't blow, you leave the key on, you leave the motor running, and you put it on number three, not number four, but number three, fan speed three. Then you take the hammer and you gently hit the back of the blower motor, not enough to dent the case, but you hit it and listen. And if it automatically comes on, then the blower motor's bad and the brushes are bad and you need to replace it. 
And okay. if it, if it's underneath the hood, then the tomato can is sticking there where you can just touch it with a hammer. And then I want you to rough house the switches on the dashboard, the control, the climate control switches. And if you say on the blower, if I take it from low to high, hard, ooh, ooh, up, down, up, down, and all of a sudden starts working. But there's a difference, Dave, between one, two, and three, and four. One, two, and three are on a resistor, and four isn't. So I need you to identify where the problem lies. Is it speed one, two, and three? Is that where the problem's at? Or is it only on high? Four, that makes a difference. Four never works. Okay, and if it never works, then it really is a matter of somebody's got to get it to never work and find out we got power coming from the fuse panel, goes through the air conditioning panel, goes through a resistor, and then goes to the blower motor. Where where are we missing power? That's it. So I have tell you. found I have found that if I give the the uh, dashboard a good slam with my fist, that sometimes corrects it. Okay, then the question is 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 it over the climate control because maybe we have a bad connection at the back of the climate control? Or is it further over to the right front corner where the passenger sits? The banging will help us determine where it's at. So you're going to have to get your girlfriend, and when she, the blower quits working, you have her beat with her fist on the passenger side of the dashboard. And if the blower comes on, then the next time it doesn't, then you beat in the center part of the dashboard over the climate controls. If you can give us that 99% of the time this makes it work and this doesn't, then you've identified at least where the bad connection's at. Okay? It also it also uh, will come back on if I slam the door. Okay. Well, that sounds like a bad connection. Does it? Okay. okay. Yeah. I, um, I and, have a good friend from church who is a uh, certified mechanic, and um, as a ministry, he has been keeping my car going and so i'll give him these tips okay well if he's a certified mechanic he doesn't need those tips but yes you can share those guesses with him because that's what we're doing is we're kind of guessing okay. based on so junk in is junk out but in your particular case i have enough faith in your ability and to, to give me the information i need and you helped me because I was waiting for, I hit the dash or I slammed the door hard and the blower comes on. Well, it's not likely to be the blower. It's likely to be a bad. But, again, there's a difference between speed 1, 2, and 3 and 4. So put, leave it on 1, 2, or 3 and slam your door when it doesn't work. And then the question is, oh, Mark, what, it doesn't come back on. But when I go to high, it does come back on. So that makes a big difference. That's going to save you some money in a, a normal arena. But anyway, Dave, got to run, but thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. We're going to take about a three-and-a-half-minute break, then we're going to come back, 602-508-0960. This is a give-and-take show. This is tell me what you're making model in the mileage. Let's talk about the symptoms. I'm not interested in what the, the guy at Google said. We don't know if he's a farmer. We don't know if he's an air conditioning guy. We don't know if he sells cars for a living. We don't know if he's a doctor or a veterinarian or even a gynecologist. We don't know. The idea that he can fix your car repair problem over the, radio, or over the phone is about as ridiculous as I can. But I know what to ask you. And unless he's really like me, a master tech all these years, he doesn't.